Hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawnmower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. Use Bitcoin to get going. That's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather. They get in there. They get going with Bitcoin. They get their money in and out. And it's easy peasy. Hootball's the promo code. Use that. Let them know that we sent you. MyBookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, as a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado... We have today in sports betting. The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hoop ballers, 
welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. You can find the show, the rest of the team, and other programming notes as well as free plays over at Hootball Gaming. And then, of course, the motherboard that you need to go check out pronto, very quickly, and very rapidly. Go check out hoop-ball.com because they are the reason that we are here. Shout out to the podfather, Dan Bespris himself, and the godfather, at Aaron Bruski, president and VP, uh, respectively speaking. So... Lots of shout-outs to our leadership for getting everything churning like hot butter. We got some great sponsors, too, in fact. You'll see them swirling around the website as well as in our tweets and in this podcast, manscaped.com and mybookie.ag. I actually just used the lawnmower 4.0 that just came out last week to trim my mustache up into a nice little smaller mustache. Um, Got rid of the handlebar look and uh, cleaned it up a little bit for a date. So uh, use promo code HOOPBALL20. That's 2-0 at the end. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, 2-0. For 20% off free shipping on great, great items like the Lawnmower 4.0 that has a built-in LED light and anti-tugless technology. I can go at it without a guard, and I can just go willy-nilly, and I get no tugs, I get no cuts. It's wonderful. Get your lawn mowed. And then, of course, mybookie.ag. Promo code over there is HOOPBALL. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about them because, uh, well, I've got a pre-recorded promo section drop intro thingy-majig that I'm going to just drop in here. So my book, yeah, I just wanted to uh, highlight them a little bit, but also want to talk about Manscaped and tell you about how I trimmed my mustache with their awesome product. So with that being said, today's show is going to be a pinata. It's full. It's full of stuff, and it's just ready to be whacked by your ears to have all that stuff fall out into your eardrums and your ear tubes and all your other auditorial, you know, mechanisms that your body has. So today's going to be a fun show because I've got a couple of fresh new voices. Well, you know, one is an old friend of the show, and I'm really happy to have back on the show and uh, really happy to start doing some more collaborative work with this gentleman. But also, we're going to have Jonathan Martinez on later on. We're going to do a separate segment with him talking home run prop betting as well as um, how he goes about it. You know, cashed another plus 400 winner yesterday. And uh, it's just crazy. It seems like he hits one every day. So on top of that, like I said, we got two great guests. We're going to have some phenomenal banter. We're going to have some insight and in deep looks about I think probably some New York football giants, maybe some baseball, definitely some baseball, definitely baseball. That's never the question. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring our first sparkling 
additional voice onto this fine recorded podcast. Like I said, old friend of the show, his name is Ramblin' Russ. He is at Russ Ramblin' on Twitter, and he is at Ramblin' Russ in real life. Russ, hey, how you doing, man? It is great to be with you today, Devin. It is a wonderful day uh, here in in Connecticut. I'm having a good day, and I I appreciate being on the show again. And uh, got some good picks going, and got some good good um, good advice for those of you who uh, who who need some advice today on on sports and other things. So I'm definitely here to help and uh, answer some questions and discuss some. Some good stuff with you today, Devin. How you been? Oh, you know, uh, the flooding has stopped out here in Oklahoma. Uh, Noah's Ark left, and, well, I'm back on the grid, so there's that. You know, I can't really uh, – can't complain too, too much. How, how is the East Coast over there? How's that going? We're, we're doing good. We, we, we went through some weather, and now we got this tropical storm. Ilsa, I believe her name is, coming mm-hmm. our way. We're hoping it blows out east and avoids the, the Connecticut, New York area. Uh, there's been a lot of rain. Rain has played a lot of havoc on some baseball games. And I, for one, I don't like the seven inning format. I don't like the run around second. It's time to go back to pre COVID baseball, nine inning ball games, double headers, nine innings. Stop being, stop being baseball. Stop changing the game, putting runners on second base in the extra inning. This is not a gimmicky game. Let's go back to the old school baseball. They're going to lose fans. They say they're losing fans. Now they're going to lose even more fans if they keep this up. They need to go back to traditional baseball. Nine inning double headers, no runner on second base. Let's play ball. Oh, yes. I second that 100% because, well, seven innings, that's, um, that's, that's, you know, some college stuff. Uh, you know, that's some college softball stuff. No offense. But I, was at a high school, I thought I was at the high school state championship game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, double header. Speaking of which, there's a specific uh, person that you know, and it may or may not be your son. I think it was that one that is a state champion, and I just wanted to say congratulations. Thank you, Devin. Norwalk High School, the Bears of Norwalk High School in Connecticut, won their first ever state championship baseball title in the biggest, largest division, Class LL. They beat five county teams, Fairfield County. Uh, Interscholastic Athletic Conference, the FCAC. They beat five teams to win it. They were the 24th seed. And for those of you who like action, uh, if they were in Vegas, they would have been a 1,001 to win, I'm sure. And I believed in them before the state tournament. The coach made a few adjustments. He moved the leadoff batter to where he should bat leadoff. They put the defense out there. The kid that was at third base making the play stayed at third. Uh, Yours truly, my son, moved to right field every day. They won five straight. I'm very proud of the kids. I coached a lot of them in Little League. I know a lot of them personally. They're great kids, great team. The coach did a hell of a job in the state championship and um, state championship game. And they just the whole the whole season was was average regular season, but it was a state tournament that these kids will never forget. There was a parade in the town, and it ended on the green, and and the, the mayor was there and. It was just a great tribute to Norwalk High and to the and to the program. For many years, they had been very successful. For many years, under the last coach uh, Pete Tucci, who was uh, whose son runs Tucci Lumber 
in Norwalk, a popular bat company. And Norwalk has a great tradition of baseball, just like Stanford is the town where I grew up. But Norwalk has a great tradition of baseball. And to win the championship, this first ever state title uh, in school history is a tremendous accomplishment and something these kids will always have with them for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. They're going to remember that for, you know, all time to come. And that is uh, a phenomenal accomplishment. And uh, I can only imagine what it feels like winning that first state title for a school that you go to. Um, look, it's, it was the coach's first year coaching. The first team. year. Wow. He's a 34 year old young man coaching and he did a hell of a job. He really did. He learned a lot. And the kids were mostly seniors because they didn't have baseball last year with COVID. So they're mostly seniors on the roster, 13 seniors out of about 20 kids. So, uh, and only two regulars will come back. One, one of which was the young man, Kostaki Kadonis, who hit the game winning RBI in the top of the seventh inning. So um, just a remarkable, remarkable story. This, this group of kids was, and it was wonderful. We had more fans. Both teams came from Fairfield County up to Middletown, Connecticut, about an hour away and both Norwalk had twice as many fans. It was really a big deal for Norwalk High to win their first ever state title. It was a great, great, great achievement. And uh, one that's we're still all still riding high from. And it's been about a month later. So, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I want to extend the congratulations. And that is um, that's phenomenal there. I, you know. Thank you. Selfishly speaking, I, uh, I never won a state championship in high school. I got close. But uh did not ever do it. So I, I am living vicariously through your, uh, through your son right now and his successes. <laughs> well, he's, had, he's heading to uh, the University of Connecticut up in stores in the fall. We'll see if, he could, if he's going to play baseball or not or try to walk on the team. But uh, we're very proud of him and proud of all the kids. And a lot of them are going to play high, high, uh, college baseball at the next level, uh, one of which our star pitcher, Alistair Morin, who was the – uh, who was made All-State honorable mention, as it turns out, by the Hearst Media, gave him honorable mention. He should have been All-State first team. He no-hit Amity in the first round of the state tournament. Okay, no-hit a team that hadn't been eliminated in 25 years in the first round. He no-hit him. He went on the road and no-hit him. Wow. So, and the kids made some great plays behind him, but he no-hit him, and he won that game 4 nothing. And I think that game was, uh, was a big turning point for the program, in a, in a sense. And Alistair pitched over a thousand pitches he pitched in over half the games he was the most valuable player he's playing at uh, division one Siena oh so, yeah the Saints as a ball player who may who may emerge to the uh bigger bigger league if you know what I mean the major oh, yeah. league yeah he, he uh he gets a little stronger he, he's got a lot of ability and uh, we're very proud of very proud of all the kids and and just a great run yeah well you know I'm all about my MAAC, so I will be watching some Siena baseball and keeping an eye out for that kid <laughs> next year. That's for dang sure. I actually Absolutely. did watch some Siena baseball this year. Uh, thank, thank the Lords for ESPN Plus. Uh, it's a it's a great thing. So, um, speaking of, you know, baseball, you know I. It's so cool to hear other people, you know, towns that they live in get state championships because I've, I've done my fair share of uh, seeing 
high school teams win stuff and be in small town Oklahoma when you know our team went to the state championships like it's it's a great thing it's a good shot in the arm especially and you alluded to you know pre post COVID kind of where we're at in regards to society and timeline in this current event and chapter uh and I think what's great about this championship for A, it's y'all's first, but B, the fact that the township um, and the areas surrounding the school and this success that y'all have had, you guys get to come together as peoples. And that's huge in a celebratory, uh, delightful manner. So um, that's really awesome for that little pocket of area that you guys are in. And I'm really, really happy for that for y'all. Thank you very much, Devin. We appreciate it. And yeah. uh, appreciate you bringing it up on the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, in regards to some MLB, you know, I would love to talk Connecticut high school baseball all day as I'm starting to get myself into more and more scouting stuff and just wanting to know everything that there is to know about baseball, which is impossible. But uh, the MLB card for today is a little slim pickings. And we've got some value in the card that we can find probably after doing a little bit of digging. We're going to have to back some teams today that we're probably not accustomed to backing. We see some weird spots with some underdogs. And just starting with the very first game in rotation, we're going to have overlay on this show, no doubt. Um, But these first two games weren't games that I was particularly – myself interested in but don't let me stop you from sharing your opinions Russ um, on either the Dodgers and Marlins game or the Oakland Houston game Oakland Houston is going to be one of those games that I'm going to enjoy as afternoon baseball I've got Houston winning the series I've got Houston representing the AL and winning their division so I'm all in on Houston and I'm watching their games closely especially in these divisional matchups against Oakland, who I think finishes second in the division. Yeah, I I, uh, I look at that game. That's one of my circled games. I, I like that game a lot. I like Houston uh, to keep their role role going here. Um, they've won a lot of games in a row, and they're they're playing good baseball right now. And um, you know, so I, that's one of my picks today is Houston, uh, the Houston Astros today to beat the Oakland Athletics. And the other game you mentioned, I, I, I kind of like the uh, – I'm sure the Marlins are, are an underdog in that game against the Dodgers. Um, uh, but the Miami is hey, Miami's yeah. playing well, and the Dodgers are Dodgers are stumbling a little bit right now. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who thinks when, when a streak is going one way, it, it tends to continue. Baseball's a game of streaks, right? Oh, yeah. Mohawkai won five straight. They, they were hot. So I look at streaks, and I and I think you got to look at streaks. And Houston's a streaky team right now; they're playing well, and Miami is getting the breaks, and they're playing well. But there's also an expression in baseball: momentum is the next day's starting pitcher. So you got to watch the pitching matchups as well. Yeah, yeah, and we do have a really good pitching matchup between Urias and Alcantara. So that will also be a game that I'm excited to uh, go ahead and put some eyeballs on throughout the day. Um, the Dodgers just seem to, I think they're trying to obviously figure out their lineup again after everyone's gotten back to being healthy. The Trevor Bauer stuff is very distracting, I'm sure. 
you know, they did cancel his bobblehead night on August 19th with all his off-field stuff going on right now. Uh, I'm not at liberties to speculate or say one way or the which. I'm not a Dodgers beat reporter, and I'm not informed. But if one plus one equals two, and uh, ABC one, two, three, well, I, I think it's pretty obvious what's going on with Bauer. Um, I do really like Houston today uh, as well as you do. Lance McCullers has just been, you know, a revelation for Houston. Uh, picking up some of the slack when they were down some arms in regards to health. And I think having a good veteran presence like him, as well as Odorizzi and Grinky, like those are three pretty good veteran arms to have in a deep rotation for Dusty Baker. Yeah, you know, and Dusty, uh, Dusty's one of my favorite managers of all time, too. And it was a good hire. Uh, That was a great hire. Yep. Especially coming out of that turmoil, you know, that, that trouble they got themselves into, they found themselves a really good, I, I call Dusty like the grandpa of baseball. Uh, you know, he's just, he's everyone's papa or so, like, he's just like a, he's got that peepaw feel. He's got that, that, uh, you know, the no calming nonsense. influence. He's a calming influence in a, in a, yes. in a situation where you need that. And baseball is a different sport than football. And a lot of times, You'll find baseball coaches out there who think they're coaching football, they're coaching baseball. Yeah. And uh, there's a difference. And um, Dusty's fun to watch. He's a good guy. Good guy, good baseball guy. His teams usually win. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see Houston, how they they perform. You know, the media likes to pop a story here and there with the the drum gate, this gate and that gate. you know, and Trevor Bauer's situation, I, I'm really not going to comment on it other than to say that hopefully the legal situation, legal, legally, everything works out for everybody. But I mean, if you're asking me, are the Dodgers distracted by it? I don't know. I think that's an excuse. I think baseball players block out exterior stuff. Plus, this guy only, if he was an everyday player, I think it would be different. But he pitches once every five days. Um, sure. I would think that's being used as an excuse, but I, you know, again, I'm not there like you're not there. So we don't know what, what's going on, but <clears throat> it'll be, I think the legal system will play that out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, look in the transition into more of the, I'd say mid afternoon stuff here. I, um, I haven't really written my wager pass article for today yet. Um, So I've got some plays lined up that I'm looking at using without giving away too many of my Houdini secrets. Colorado and Arizona is a game that I'm looking forward to betting. I like fading Chichi Gonzalez, especially on the road. So if you want to take some foreshadowing and use it in some which way, go for it. Now this Arizona money line has moved a decent amount. It opened at minus 120 and we're finding it at minus 134 in some spots, which is, you know, I get it because I'm probably going to be on the same side because a, I don't trust Colorado on the road 
or Chichi Gonzalez in general, but also at uh, at home Arizona. You know they 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 play a lot better, and this offense is playing really really well right now. Eduardo Escobar um, flexing some of his power, and coming off that three game losing sweep against the Giants, um, you know they're starting to take it out on the Rockies, and at home the Diamondbacks. Um, you know, they're still pretty bad. I mean, they're the Diamondbacks. They're 15 and 27, but then you got the Road Rockies that are 6 and 33. Oof. I tell you, that is just rank. That's um, not a game that I'm, I would even look anticipate watching or looking forward to seeing or who cares. I mean, I, I have to be honest with you, unless you have a few uh, shekels on uh, one of the teams, but uh, I, I, I don't care for the game myself. Yeah. I'm actually going to have three different plays in this one. <laughs> so uh, Arizona in the first five, something that interests me, you know, shrink some of that risk, take some of their bullpen out of it. Their team total, uh, like I said, they have some of the best home slugging and uh, bad pib numbers as an offense uh, at home, uh, especially against bad pitching. David Peralta, Eduardo Escobar, Christian Walker, those guys can get it done. So I'm looking at over the team total for Arizona. Um, all holds currently right now. Nothing officially locked in, loaded into the wager pass or anything else right now. But that's kind of how I'm looking at it. It's going to be an Arizona or nothing thing for me on that game. Um, New York and Seattle. Do you have any opinions on this one, Russ? You know, I think the Yankees uh, went west at the right time. Mm-hmm. The New York media has been hard on Joe, uh, not Joe Girardi, Aaron Boone. It's been very hard, very hard on Aaron Boone. Um, taking a lot of hits. Cashman's taking a lot of hits. They don't have a left-handed, left-handed power in the lineup. They're they're going through a down. You know, they're not the Yankees, right? People mm-hmm. are used to seeing them winning two out of three games. You know, every time. So when they go on a losing streak or they have bad bad game like they did when Pete Alonso hit the home run in the seventh inning the other night to keep the game going and to Mets wound up scoring six runs that inning and, and uh, uh, Chapman imploded in the bullpen uh, to then travel out West following the Mets series was the best thing that happened to them. They've won two straight out there and um, perhaps they have found their offense out West. So yeah, they got yeah. away from the, the mad crush that they've been going through they got out west, and um, believe me, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a Mets fan, as you know, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, right now they're playing well for two games, right? So will they keep it for the third game? Probably. They, they held on last night. They won 5-4. Looks like Chad Green's their new closer. Um, he had a uh, – what do you call it? A perfect three, nine pitches against the Mets in mm-hmm. his outing – game two of the doubleheader um, the other day. And Chad Green is looks like he's their new closer. So the Yankees are going to be tough um, right now. So I would kind of lean towards the Yankees. But, again, I that's not one of my one of my selections or one of my picks for anybody. But I, I think the Yankees are playing good baseball right, right at this minute. Oh, yeah. You know, Montgomery, after Tommy John surgery, still figuring it out, he's actually a – pitcher that I really like in this league. Uh, he's got some really sneaky, deceptive stuff coming off that uh, arm angle as a lefty. 
and then of course we got a really high prospect and Lucas uh, Logan, I'm sorry, Logan Gilbert uh, going on the mound, trying to get his ERA sub four. Montgomery Gilbert going against each other, sub four ERAs on the on the you know helm and the precipice of taking for both of them. Uh, Yankees minus one thirty five. I know Blake in the other part of our show uh, for today really liked Seattle at home. Um, so yeah, follow Blake um, at Blake LaWatch to see how he ends up feeling um, in that game and if he is actually going to lock that in. Um, I'm, I'm ready for a rambling rest lock of the day. Do you got one for us, Russ? Can you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh gosh, it's been a while, right? Yeah. It's been a while since I've given you a lock of the day. Yeah, I, I, I want one. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a sense or a feeling of one of the games that you're going to choose from possibly. And I'm just curious because great minds do think alike, and I just want to see how aligned we really are. There's three. There's three games that I look at, right? So I looked at the Dodgers Marlins. I like the Marlins, right? I like the Marlins. They've won three in a row, uh, and you know the Dodgers have lost a few games in a row, right? And the the record, the ERA of of Alcantara, is like under three, but yet he's five and seven, right? So he's pitched well. He's given up less home runs than, you know, his numbers are very similar, if not one point better than, than Julio Urias. So, and then I'm looking at, well, what's the, what's the, um, you know, what's the, what's the, the total line. And it looks to me like, like they're plus plus one forty. you know, they're an underdog in that game. So I'm going to take, I'm going to give you my lock of the day and it's not a favorite. Okay. And sometimes the last time I gave a lock, it was a minus 300 favorite and they lost. But I'm going to give you the the Florida Marlins as my lock of the day as a plus one forty three hundred dog. How's that? I think that sounds absolutely awesome. I love underdogs as locks and plays of the day because it makes it that even more exciting. And look, Alcantara, I like this kid so. Um, Hell yeah, that's what I say to it. And uh, what 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 do you got next there, boss? Much else for you. I mean, Houston's a good play. Um, so that that would be another area. But again, you, you asked for one lock of the day. I'm not going to give you 20 locks, but that that would be the lock of the day. Yeah, uh, I do him. get overzealous from time to time. Um, and so Detroit, Minnesota, you know. If if that's kind of you know the rest of your thoughts on the baseball card, uh, you know we can talk some football giants. We can talk some NFL. We can talk, you know, the last remaining couple games on the MLB card. Don't know if you're looking at Bucks bouncing back against the Suns. Hey, we can generally banter about Tampa Bay repeating as the Stanley Cup champ for the first time in. Uh, well, obviously franchise history, but the first time we've had a back-to-back Stanley Cup champ since, uh, what was it, the Devils in the late 90s? It's been about 20 years, I think, is what I heard on the broadcast. Yeah, so going back to the basketball for a minute, I, I predicted Suns in five, and, Ooh. you know, uh, right now they're up one nothing. I figure they're going to sweep these two games at home, take one out of two on the road, come back home because it's 2-2-1-1-1, come back at home game five and win game five at home, and – Sweet and you know four out of four and one. Um, 
I think the Suns have the better team. Chris Paul is is one of the top players in the game, as we know. And I just like the Suns at home. I think they're the better team, and I think they're going to win it in, in five. So that's my prediction there. As far as the um, the football Giants go, I know we talked offline before the show. Um, I was shocked that their over-under was only seven and a half wins. And it's not a 16-game schedule. It's a 17-game schedule. And I just – I looked at their schedule, and I, I believe they're going to win the division this year. I don't know what the odds are on that, but I also think they're going to win at least 10 games and go 10-7, and seven, maybe even better. So over 7.5 is my pick there with the football Giants. They get Saquon back. They've made a lot of good moves in the offseason. And this is year two for Joe Judge, and the coach didn't have a preseason last year. It was all Zoom. It was all communicating on a computer. He's going to have his team out there, and that's why they started slow because he it took him time to get his system in place. Um, after they started 0-5, they pretty much were 500 the rest of the year last year, and I think they're going to start out much better. They have a favorable schedule, uh, in my opinion. Yes, I'm a Giants fan. Yes, I tend to speak with my heart, but I really believe that the Giants will do very well this year. It's a big season for Daniel Jones to prove that he's a top-notch quarterback and can get the job done. And, and so the pressure will be on him in that offensive line. But <clears throat> long-term, you know, look at their schedule, look at their division, look at who's around them, look at the other coaches. I think they're going to do very well this year. So over seven and a half wins is a good play. Winning the division is a good play. And I'll even give you my, my, my lock for opening night against Denver where they're, I believe it's the games at Giants Stadium, at MetLife Stadium. The Giants has a pick them against, against Denver as a gift on Sunday, 4.15 p.m. kickoff on Sunday, first Sunday. And uh, so those, those, are your, those are your football uh, futures, if you will, on the football Giants. Hell yeah. The Giants, just for conversation's sake, are plus 350 to win the NFC East. Dallas plus 130, Washington football team plus 180. Philadelphia Eagles plus 600. So, it's crazy. Well, uh, plus- Philadelphia's got a new coach, a new quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Washington's got Fitzmagic, and I like that kid, Fitzpatrick. I think he's a good quarterback. but And I think Washington will end up being their stiffer competition, believe it or not. But Dallas, you know, I don't know. I, I just think the Giants are going to wind up running away with the division. I, I don't think the division's very strong. Um, and I also think Tampa Bay and uh, Kansas City will, will – I would fade both those teams this year. I don't know why, but I would. So. Yeah, yeah. Seems likely. Um, love, love, love the offseason and all the stuff that swirls around for the NFL – so much going on with college sports and the NIL and then with all the transfer portal stuff simmering down college basketball is sedimentizing a little bit NFL cuts and such are starting to happen mini camps training camps it, it's 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 almost time y'all we're, we're about to hit the dog days of summer so get get your baseball caps on but we are less than 55 days away from college football and the NFL is like right around the corner on that. So really looking forward to what we got going on uh, moving into the middle part of the year. I mean, we're just starting to get back into more normalized sports. I'm already looking at going to a couple college football games. So uh, 
Yeah, it's it's gonna Do be. It. Let's let's have a weekly show together, Devin. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. We can make that happen. And uh, between you and I, I'm sure we can make some winnings happen. And uh, that's that's definitely not in question. Um, seven and a half on the Giants win total. You heard it from Russ first here on today in sports betting. You know, I, I like I like that. I like the moves that they uh, looked and look. I got my bookie right now. I'm on my bookie right now, and they got over seven. You know, we got a little juice at minus one fifty five, but uh, it's only juice if you lose. And uh, I think there's a good shot at them winning that, and them winning that division is something that could very much so happen with the off season moves that they got. And the time that they were able to prep, um, getting some positional needs addressed, shoring up that line a little bit more through the draft and depth and uh, free agency. So great call on the Giants. And it seems like a different team wins that division every year. So Washington's not winning it. And like you said, Dallas isn't really wowing me or knocking my socks down or up or whichever direction. So yeah. Absolutely, man. I hear that. And uh, I think the Giants have the best defense in the division. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was well coached last year. They've added some more pieces. And the offense, the receivers are better for, for Jones, has more weapons. Saquon is back and healthy. The team has a full preseason. They have to stay healthy, but every team has to stay healthy in the NFL. Sure. sure. But um, if, if the chips fall and the, the, the system plays out, I think. I do think on paper the Giants have the best roster in, in the NFC East. So, Yeah, absolutely, bud. Well, hey, I'm glad I was able to pick your brain and get some ramblings from Russ because uh, it's been a while. And uh, like I said, it's always good to have some different pers- perspective on the show. And, um, you know, more to come, absolutely. And make sure to lock in these plays from Russ because, well, he's pretty sharp. I'm, I'm not going to lie. He's been on the show before a few times. And, uh, you know, from what I've seen in the past, you got to jump on the train. So get on before Thanks. it starts moving. Thanks, Devin. And before we go, what, what's your lock of the day, Devin? Ooh, man. I really like Arizona's team total over four and a half. They just, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of runs in that game. And uh, David Peralta and Eduardo Escobar right now are just, uh, hitting the ball really well. And uh, Ver, uh, Vershala, or I uh, can't remember how to pronounce his Varsho, I think is his last name. Starts with a V. But uh, yeah, yeah, I really like the Arizona team today against uh, Colorado at 2.40 Central time. Sounds uh, like a plan, buddy. Paven Smith well, is another batter I like. Uh-huh. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Well, good good being with you today, my friend. Thank you Absolutely. for having me on your show and yeah. We'll be back again soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got you and other great minds coming on the show soon and more regularly. So uh, I'm going to just be able to sit back here soon as a host and listen to intelligence be thrown around between, you know, co host to co host and cohort to cohort. So uh, I look forward to it. Having you guys around makes my life a lot easier and my data bank of knowledge a lot more vast. So again, I appreciate you, Russ, being able to get on here, making the time to make it happen. And, uh, you know, 
to many more. Absolutely. So I want to uh, kind of book in the show here. I think we're going to have Jonathan Martinez popping in uh, to complete today's segment. Like I said, on the show I did with Blake, it's kind of like an encyclopedia volume today. We're going to be putting out lots of content for you today, turning different perspectives and different betting angles and styles. And uh, you're going to just kind of get to read up on whatever part of history you want by grabbing whatever volume out of the encyclopedia bundle. So uh, lots of information for you today. We got NFL futures. uh, We got a lot of baseball and Russ went ahead and gave a uh, prediction out on the finals series result. Um, and five for the Suns. I like that. I'm probably going to go get a ticket for an exact series finish because uh, I love those bets, and I see it playing out like that, Russ. So um, any last parting thoughts and words from you, Mr. Ramblin, before uh, we segue into uh, the different uh, part of the show? No no parting thoughts. Just I'm very happy to be, be on the show today, and I appreciate your time and Spending time talking sports is always always fun. So thanks, Devin. Absolutely, boss. Well, once again, y'all, he is at Russ Ramblin on Twitter. Ramblin' Russ in real life. I'm going to get Jonathan Martinez in here, and we are going to talk some home run props and other diddlies in regards to baseball betting. We got some NCAA basketball stuff to chat about as well with Johnny Wazang uh, staying at UCLA and a lot of other big names. So stay tuned for that. We're going to swap folks out here, and we're going to keep today in sports betting rolling. And uh, good vibes, good energies out your way in Connecticut, Russ. And thanks again once more, boss man. Thank you very much, Devin. Be well. Thanks. Yes. Well, who ballers, like I mentioned, we were going to have lots of different perspectives and folks and contributors joining onto this hodgepodge encyclopedia mega show kind of ordeal that we got going on today on Thursday. So we talked to Ramblin' Russ in a separate show. Blake and I had lots of baseball action, lots of angles and different narratives to take. But this segment of the show is going to be with someone that recently joined up. We're joined back up with Hootball, I should say. Um, Really, really close friend of the show, close friend of the network. Um, You know, he's been around. And uh, I'm happy to work with him now and looking forward to collaborating and doing more stuff with this gentleman, and you'll find him on Twitter at M42TINEZ. It's kind of like Martinez, but with 4 2 uh, in there as some of the characters. So at Martinez, but with 42 after the M. Uh, so instead of AR, it's 4 2. So Jonathan Martinez, buddy, um, A, you know, welcome back to the team. B, uh, I'm excited to have you on. C, I mean, you, you've got chops, as we've talked about. You, you've got a show of your own, so which I, I love the content. And we're going to talk about your betting angles, and we're going to probably talk some home runs and some player profiles today. I'm excited. How are you doing, man? 
Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, I, like I told you privately, um, I've listened to uh, Dan on the fantasy side and with you on the on the betting side. So it's definitely a long time coming. You mentioned before I was with the team uh, before doing the uh, the blurbs for the fantasy aspect of the website. So it's definitely awesome to be back and uh, working with you guys and look forward to uh, getting more content content out there as well as uh, winning some money for our listeners and for our wager pass followers. Absolutely, bud. And that's what it's all about and having fun in the meantime. Um, so yeah, like, like I alluded to, um, this is you and I's first show together, but uh, first of many, we've got a great roster now and uh you know, not that we didn't before, but like, you know, just additions are always great. And especially with fresh perspective or different betting angles. And look, I'll be honest, Hootball Gaming did not have a home run prop bet king before you came along. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just let's let's dig into this a little bit more. I, I Blake and I were just kind of awestruck and we talked about it in our show that will be uh, getting uploaded here shortly. Um and you know it's like it's like one a day um and it was plus 400 with eduardo escobar yesterday yeah there's there's a little madness to uh the, the home run props um i was looking first of all when i first started betting um i kind of started around uh football season towards the end of football season and even then i was taking some like unexpected bets with like next time, like anytime touchdowns or uh, next touchdown, next person to score a touchdown. So the madness kind of started then. And then when uh, baseball season came around last season, um, the first home run prop that I actually hit on was uh, Luis Robert for the for Chicago White Sox. Um, me being in Chicago and being a Sox fan, um, was looking at the, the different markets and, you know, a lot of the home run props, are really, you know, good payouts. Um, even if you put a little bit on there, you go half a unit, even less than that, depending on what the odds are. And from there, it kind of took a life of its own. And uh, even on my show, like you mentioned, um, you know, I give out a lot of uh, home run props on there as well. Try to give out at least two to three a day, uh, just so that, you know, if one or two do not hit, you still are, you know, coming out with some, with some plus money. Um, if you put a unit on it or however much you, you bet as a better, um, depending on how comfortable you are. So as time went on, it was just, you know, going through the going through the numbers, kind of looking at the home road splits, uh, lefty righty matchups, um, career, uh, you know, at bats and lifetime numbers against certain pitchers where, you know, it kind of like I said, took up a life of its own. And uh, once I started, you know, writing for you guys again. Um, you know, it was more like now I have to be really precise on who I'm betting on. Um, and I legit looked through all, you know, the whole lineup of games um, for those specific days. And I'll go through the lineups um, even beforehand, uh, kind of just seeing how each pitcher does, uh, you know, before the game starts or even the lineups come out uh, throughout the day and kind of like read out who I want to focus in on. So. Yeah, I just I've been trying to like get as much uh, winning bets out there as possible, and 
focus in on the home run props because that's definitely an angle that not too many people focus in on. Absolutely. Finding your market and your niche and capitalizing on it is very, very important. Um, you know, that's kind of like when college basketball, college football season rolls around, you hear me talking a lot about like Fordham and Duquesne and like just, abs- you know, San Jose State and UTSA, you know, um, it's it's not as saturated in my opinion and it takes a lot more hard work and dedication so i think it shows and the fruits are a little bit more um obvious in those markets when you have success and i commend you for taking on such a i i consider it almost a vol a pretty much a volatile uh <laughs> volatile <laughs> uh you know market it's a fun market and you're very successful at it. And since you've joined the team, I mean, you've, you've definitely won uh, some money for some folks and covered my rear end on my negative nights like I had last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a team effort. You know, I've had, I've had cold days. Um, and then there's, there's days where I, I love like a whole bunch of home run props. And it just, it's just a matter of which ones end up hitting um last night there was one that I wanted to definitely give out I was kind of on it but decided not to bet it which was uh Juan Soto um Mm. he was a guy he was a guy that he has he has nine of now 10 home runs on the road um his his home road splits big there's a big difference there but uh Eduardo Escobar yeah he was a guy that stood out to me and we ended up hitting in the seventh inning so you know, it's like you said, it's a volatile market. Um, I've also seen guys that I, I like throughout the season move up on the board um, as, as they got hot. Um, Patrick Wisdom was one guy um, when he when he went on his home run run, when he got called up for the Cubs, um, hit like eight or nine home runs and five game stretch. Um, and his his numbers started going up and he started becoming one of the, the favorites on the board. Uh, Cedric Mullins, another guy. Um, I've actually hit on a nine, a plus nine hundred um, prop before I got on with you guys with uh, Cesar Hernandez from the Indians uh, two months ago. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm just hoping to bring some plus money and a different angle to the team. Like you said, it's my niche, and uh, you know, like on nights where I'm off, I'm sure you're gonna be on, and vice versa. So it's a team effort. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we're building a strong, or we, I keep saying that we're built, but I mean, I say it because we're constantly, uh, getting better and stronger and, uh, it's not a, you know, downward criticism of the guys around me and myself. Cause I have all the confidence in the world in us and we have some really sharp minds here. Um, you know, just for example, we got a fat free golf article for you, um, from our guy, Joe Campisi. So, um, just it's that kind of stuff. Uh, we had some coverage on the big matchup with DeShambro and Mickelson and the two uh, NFL quarterbacks, Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So we try to cover everything and do it very sharply. And I wanted to pick your brain because, like you said, you understand this data a little bit more than me. And I wanted to run a question by you 
because one of my most favorite things about the MLB is saying winker dinker. And that's a term I have for Jesse Winker hitting a bomb. Um, It's exciting. Uh, I've benefited from winker dinkers in DFS multiple times, and it's fun to wish for a Jesse Winker moonshot. So I was looking at his numbers against Hauser. And I want to ask you if this is fool's gold and if he's, you know, not, not saying you're Nostradamus or asking you to predict anything, but I just want you to see what I see. And maybe you've already looked at it and you think it's not worth it, but I'm looking at Jesse Winker against a, uh, Adrian Hauser. He's got 55 pitches that he's seen 16 at bats Here's where it gets crazy. He's got five home runs, nine hits, five RBIs. So that means he's hit five home runs and gotten five solo shots. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two strikeouts, no walks. And he has a slugging of a buck and a half, a good old 1500. So, you know, his ISO is 938. Woba against Hauser's 850. Can I can I talk you into speaking your magic and rubbing the lamp of your home run props on a Jesse Winker dinker? Because I, it, it's one of the more exciting things about the baseball season for me. Yeah. So, like you mentioned with the numbers, he's uh, very he's been very successful against Adrian Hauser uh, over his career, um, and this is actually one of the. One of the one of the times that I've that I've hit a, with Winker was going against uh, Milwaukee. I feel like there's there's guys uh, throughout the throughout the league who um, kind of circle the calendar whenever uh, you know a certain team comes into town or they're on the road there. And um, for some reason, uh, Jesse Winker has the magic against uh, Milwaukee and ex- specifically against Adrian Hauser. So. Um, I would I would see why you would go that route. Um, I think the only issue for me right now with with Winker is that he's kind of you know regressed to the mean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he was somebody that was you know really hot throughout the year. Um, I'm looking you know even at his numbers right now. Um, even on the road, he's he's hit well. Still batting over 300 with uh, with nine home runs. So. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's playable. Honestly, it's, it's a playable prop. Um, this season alone, he's, uh, he has five home runs against Milwaukee. Um, and I'm sure majority of them have come against Hauser this season. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the only thing that would stick would, would make me not want to bet that would probably be just the fact that he's on a little, uh, cold run right now, uh, coming into, into July. He's he's not even batting over over a hundred, so that's all, that's the only thing. But um, you know, the lifetime success, and if it's at a good number, which I can obviously uh, look into right now, um, it's it's still worth a shot because there are guys that there's you know the number might go down, and they're still you know you know they they could still hit a, a home run even today. He's he's priced at plus three thirty. Um, what I'm looking at, and he has the best odds on the board. So, 
it might it might take a game against Adrian Hauser to to get him back on track. And you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he does hit a home run. But just think he's he's on a little cold streak right now. So yeah. that would be the only thing that would scare me off. Um big cold streak. And you know, with all that power comes, you know, uh some strikeouts in abundance. Exactly, exactly. And water levels out. So um that's kind of why I wanted to highlight that. And I want for the listeners also, because, you know, if they see that, I don't want them to go out there blindly just taking that because, you know, they see those numbers, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, as exciting as those numbers are and as crazy as they are, I found them laughable and more comic to laugh about uh, and just kind of bring up and highlight them versus making a play on it. I, I feel as though making a play on it is a long shot, especially with the rut that he's in currently. But those numbers are just crazy. Uh, five solo shots, like, you know, that's that's yeah. just funny. So, and Hauser no, has those, been slumping, so. Yeah, and those are, and that's like, the, those are the type of matchups that I, especially when I look at the, the, the home run props, the market, um, I kind of, you know, right down I'm like okay this guy you know he's he said well but I also look at you know the last seven days or the last you know two weeks how how they're you know how you know the batter is batting also the pitcher like how you know like I said home road splits um day games night games um these are crazy things that only one person could be looking up throughout the day but that's kind of part of um what comes with the success in the betting markets and the betting world in general is, is doing that added research and kind of, you know, proceeding with caution and letting people know like, Hey, I'm not going to always sit on these bets, but these are, you know, some of the background information I have that goes into it um, and, and try to put the best information out there so that if someone doesn't have the time um, to obviously go through the research like we do, um, they could just, you know, read up on our, on our write-ups or listen to us here on the pod and go from there and, and decide whether it's, it's a bet that's worth, you know, putting money into. But yeah, Winker, he was a guy that, um, even, even in the, in the futures market, um, you know, at one point I was looking into as NL MVP just because it was a, a long shot, but the way he was playing and obviously he's, he's an all-star this season. Um, someone that was really hot and, you know, and, and it's kind of tailed off, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how, how, you know, it's laughable. Like you said, how, how good he's been against Hauser and Hauser's, you know, knowing that I'm, I'm afraid of. So, you know, maybe, maybe a Winker home run prop or even a Castellanos. Um, one of, one of these guys could definitely go yard today against Hauser. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. I am excited for it. You know, and we talked about your methodology and madness um, kind of counterbalancing each other. And uh, to get more in-depth to it, you've got a couple of different games that you were looking at across a couple different leagues tonight. And at the time of recording this podcast, you know, we, we will have a little bit of overlay on the Houston-Oakland game, but what we're going to see, um, I don't know if you – remember those transparency, the uh, projectors in school that the teachers used to use with the dry erase sheets and they project it. Yeah. So that's kind of like 
what I'm picturing that we're going to be doing with your baseball play. We're going to be laying it out and like looking it over and overlaying it. Um, Houston, Oakland going to be getting started at 110 central time. So about 50 minutes. Um, honestly, like we'll probably get it like right there if I stop rambling, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's the first show. I'm excited. Uh, Let's talk about your play on this one, Jonathan, and uh, let's let's hear what you got going on in this one. So, like you mentioned, um, game's going to be starting up pretty soon, so hopefully we can get the pick out to you guys. Um, we got the uh, Oakland A's in uh, Houston against the Astros. You have uh, Frankie Montas starting for the A's 7-7 seven and seven with a 4.63 ERA. Going up against Lance McCullers Jr., six and one on the year with a 2.97 ERA. So for my home run prop, um, and I'm really excited, but also nervous because this is my first time on the show. So I'm hope- hopefully come starting off with a bang here. Um, there was a number of guys that I liked on the Houston side, especially that their lineup is just hitting lights out right now. Um, I know you're. One of the guys I've been reading through on the Discord that's really big on on Houston with a futures prop and winning the AL. Um, so I'm going to go with Carlos Correa to hit a home run in this game against Frankie Montas. Uh, currently priced at 480, plus 480 on the market. Um, Correa, lifetime against Montas here is... Uh, he's six six for 19 lifetime against Montas with uh, one home run, three RBIs. He's batting 316. Uh, if you dive a little bit deeper into the numbers and, and why, um, I really think Correa is a strong candidate for this, uh, for a home run today. Uh, he's batting 285 with 10 home runs uh, at home. So he's actually second on the team in home, uh, home runs at home. Um, if you look a little deeper as well, uh, he has 13 home runs against righties. Um, and then if you look on the other side with Montaz, uh, like I mentioned, uh, four, 463 ERA. Um, he's been up and down the last two years against Houston. Um, there was one uh, appearance this season where he pitched well, but relatively uh, bad against the Astros. They have a really potent lineup um, away. This season, he's given up six home runs with a 4.81 ERA. Um, in, in day games, he's given up five home runs with a 3.86 ERA. Um, so, yeah, I really like uh, Carlos Correa in this game to hit a home run. Um, I was kind of leaning towards Jose Altuve uh, today as well, but I'm going to go with Correa. Altuve went yard yesterday, and it wouldn't surprise me uh, if he starts off you know, the, the game in the bottom half of the first inning with a home run. But they got Carlos Correa batting in that third at third spot. And um, I could see him, you know, getting getting Houston on the board here. So I'm going to actually parlay uh, Correa home run with uh, the Astros on the run line, uh, one and a half at plus plus money here. So go with Correa at plus four, 480. On a home run prop uh, with the Astros on the run line at plus one twelve. So those are those are my two picks for that uh, the Astros and Athletics game. 
Well, you know, uh, as, you know, as you alluded to, I am a uh, supporter of the Houston Astros. And honestly, I love this because on days like today where I get burnt by the Astros, well, I burned myself. I, I was playing with them. <laughs> like I went 0-3 on Astros plays last night. I had them on the run line. I had the over half of an RBI uh, for Alvarez and Gurriel. So we are looking at retribution. You know, Houston still won the game as – Blake and I talked about in our recap in the other encyclopedia volume, uh, excuse me, of this show. But I love these plays significantly so because I will be just viewing this game as a baseball fan tonight because I'm looking to gain more insight and reload. Um, And I love doing that by getting more eye test exposure and looking at stuff a little more acutely. So, Try to shorten out the obtuseness, you know. And uh, Correa was actually someone I was looking at to overperform in this series. And uh, if you're a baseball fan, this is just a great divisional series and uh, important for all sorts of uh, futures stakes that I I have uh, belief in. So really glad to see that you got some uh, – play here and I you know Houston run line almost made it onto my card but ultimately I just wanted to to enjoy this game and I honestly haven't been able to figure out when to fade or when to support the Oakland starters specifically Manaya and Montaz so got to lay off the M&Ms for a little bit and <laughs> you know uh just dissect Yeah and there's nothing wrong with that there's there's games where you know even even um being a Sox, White Sox supporter kind of lay off and um you know they they've had a few injuries throughout the season that's kind of um hurt them a little bit we got some good news today about Eloy Jimenez uh starting his rehab assignment so yeah I mean there's there's times where I, I do the same thing with the White Sox just uh let other people bet and kind of just enjoy the game if it hits you know good good for them and and, and just kind of just support the team instead of uh betting on them because yeah there's times where it's hard to really uh, decide when to, when to go all in and when not to. And it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's just part of the betting process is figuring out what, what uh, during what games to bet on these, on these teams. So I got lucky yesterday. Um, I gave out the Tim Anderson prop on, uh, on the discord and I parlayed that up with the, with the money line. Cause it was, I think it was only at minus minus one fifteen, which was, I thought was crazy, especially how, um, well, the Sox have played against Minnesota, so that that worked out for me yesterday. So uh, probably lay lay off them a couple games and then get back on it when the opportunity presents itself. I believe the White Sox are second in the major league as far as, uh, or maybe third. Uh, Boston, Houston, and the White Sox are up there um, in regards to intra-division dominance and win percentages. I know they're a sixty percent winning team against the divisional opponents, so. Lots of success, and like you said, you pointed that out against Minnesota. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny, man? And I, I, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but uh, I think we might have briefly off, off air at some point, but uh, I'm a Cubs fan, and uh, I need to make my way up to Chicago to see a Cubs game at Wrigley, and uh, I might need to just venture down to the south side 
also and catch a White Sox game. Uh, so, you know, keeping that on the radar. I'll let you know if I make it into your turf. Yes, please do so. I was in, I was just about to say um, we could we could do we could definitely do a Cubs game and a Sox game just to get them both down in one trip. Um, I was up in Wrigley uh, two nights ago, so um, I I live betted on some stuff there at the game. Oh yes, crazy. yeah, because they got the yeah the kiosks and I, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Okay, we got to make it true though. I got to get some pizza. Not to be that guy, yeah. but I got to get some pizza and we got to take the train from stadium to stadium. Like we got to do the full experience. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. The cuisine, um, yeah. Take the, take the blue line down to Wrigley, the red line down up to, uh, I call it the cell still, but it's guaranteed rate, you know, yeah. it's kind of a, yeah. So yeah, you let me know when you're, when you're in Chicago and we can make that happen for sure. Absolutely. Um, it's always been a dream of mine to get up there to Chicago. You know, us Oklahomans, it's hard to get out of the Midwest for some reason. Yeah. But, hey, um, let's talk NBA now because I'm intrigued. I wrote this down on our notes as something that you were going to be talking about. And we haven't talked a lot about the NBA game two. Tonight. I mean, I just uploaded and created the wager pass with a play from Troy in there at Dwayne the Rock. J on Twitter, you know, guys, gals, listeners. Um, Bucks, Suns, where are you at on this one? Are you on a player prop in this one? Are you at a side or uh, what, what are you thinking? So I'm on a, I'm on a player prop uh, in this game. And with the crazy thing about this prop and just this player in general is that never, never really been a fan until he, he got traded to, to, uh, to Phoenix in the offseason. So I'm going to go with uh, Chris Paul to record a double-double at plus 100. Um, mm. this, was, this was a prop that I was really on um, earlier in the playoffs, um, especially during that, uh, during that Nuggets series um, and even little during the uh, Clippers series, but more so during the Nuggets series just because, um, you know, Damian Lillard – guy that doesn't really um look to you know assist or you know he, he's more of a, a, a score first kind of point guard um he was averaging a double double um against denver but uh chris paul to record a double double here um he uh was one assist shy in game one finished that one with 32 points and nine assists um i think he could he could definitely get a double double here there was there was another guy that I wanted to give out, but the number is just too high for me with with DeAndre Ayton, and I think that's pretty much a lock at this point. Um, it's at minus three hundred, but with Chris Paul, um, knowing that this is probably his his last opportunity, I would say to to even get a to get a ring. Um, I think that he's he's on he's on you know on turbo here, uh, foot on the gas, not looking back. Um, you know, even his uh, even his MVP uh, odds are, you know, he's, he's the favorite at this point. He was at plus money going into the series. But, um, yeah, I like Chris Paul to get a double-double here at plus 100. Um, like I said, one he was one assist shy last game. Um, has had double-doubles throughout the playoffs, uh, even with the bump shoulder. And he looks like he's at 100%. He's put that in the past. 
So Chris Paul, double double plus one hundred. I like that because at any given moment he can get twenty assists. <laughs> and exactly. And who's gonna stop him on that mid range? I mean, come on now. Like it's just I love watching this run that he's on. I, I've literally sat in front of my TV each time I've watched him play in a postseason game. And I haven't watched every postseason game this year, but every time I've sat down and I've watched CP3, it's just I find myself laughing every time because it's the same, not the same thing, but because he's so crafty, but he's just doing what he wants. And every time he shoots that ball and he finds his, the way he wants to get to the shot, or the pass set up to Aiton, which Aiton's been phenomenal this series. What a, I mean, th- just the maturation this postseason alone for that talent. You know, that for him to be that seven foot dominant presence that they wanted him to be, like he was at Arizona, boy, it's paying dividends. And CP3, like I said, I just, I've been chuckling out loud i'll be sitting in a room watching basketball by myself and just i find myself laughing out loud after cp3 hits a hezzy setup and then a fade mid-range just that just bloop just drops right in the bucket and it's just so beautiful and it's crafty and it's good basketball and i hope that he wins his uh title because you know well phoenix Historically speaking, getting one would be cool. And uh, yeah, just, just some really cool narrative within these finals. Yeah, it's, it's refreshing to see new faces, um, you know, throughout the playoffs. We've had a lot of uh, young guys, you know, in their first playoff experience and first playoff run really do well. And um, it, was, it was weird, like, because of all the injuries and um, people are kind of questioning whether – you know, is there an asterisk on this finals? And it's like, no, I mean, you could, you can't, you can't really say that because over the last few years, we've had guys um, go out in the finals, uh, even beforehand throughout the regular season. But uh, in regards to Chris Paul, yeah, just, you know, even, even just the maturation and the leadership he's brought to that Phoenix organization, uh, they were a laughing stock not too long ago. Um and for me personally, like I've been, I've been a very big uh, Devin Booker fan, and the way that guy plays and he competes and just his his game and his has evolved throughout the years. Um, you know, he he's just he's made a big imprint on the league. I still think uh, a lot of people underestimate how good he really is, um, and he's definitely being able to showcase his talent alongside DeAndre Ayton. Uh, the jury was a lot was out on him because he was you know, in the same draft with Luka Doncic and Trey Young. And uh, obviously, Phoenix was justified in making that pick. Um, they're, they're definitely in better, you know, in better hands with him versus, you know, going with the Marvin Bagley route with, with, the, with the Kings. And, um, you know, and, and he's, he's just – he's had an amazing run. And you can't say that he hasn't – he's gone up against the best bigs. I mean, granted – uh, you know, Anthony Davis was a little hobbled in that first series, but, you know, even, uh, you know, the Joker came out and said that that's the, that's the toughest guard he's had all year is with DeAndre Ayton and he's just rolling right along and it, and it feeds into, you know, Chris Paul, you know, playing well and having that option, like you said, with the mid range game, he's either going to shoot the ball or he's just going to lob it up there to Ayton or, you know, that pick and roll 
um, even kick out to guys like Jay Crowder, uh, Booker, you know, Bridges, you know, guys off the bench like Cam Johnson. Doesn't seem like Milwaukee's going to have uh, too much success getting, getting those guys off the three-point line. Um, it seems like Phoenix could kind of get whatever they want, especially Giannis not being 100%. Brooke Lopez, that's a matchup nightmare, you know, off of uh, pick and rolls and getting that mismatch, regardless if it's Booker or Chris Paul. So, yeah, man, it's it's been a fun it's been a fun run for Phoenix, and you know, I, I hope that they win it all. Even though I'm not the biggest CP3 fan, but you can't knock the guy and, and the effort he's he's put into this this title run. Yeah, 16 years to get to a finals, and uh, you know he he was really close with uh, the Clippers, but uh, you know he's done his due diligence, and like you mentioned, it's good to see some fresh blood in there getting some titles. Uh, it's either going to be Milwaukee or Phoenix, and it's been a very long time for Milwaukee. I believe 71 when Kareem was there. Uh, what Kareem, Oscar Robinson, Robertson? They they were on the is that the big O team? Yes. 71. Yes. Uh, and then, um, yeah, so lots of cool basketball stuff to look at. Um, Cam John, or uh, you mentioned Cam Johnson, but Cam, Cameron Payne is someone I'd noticed as having, uh, you know, he had a clumsy game last game, in game one, but for the postseason in general, what I've noticed is teams that have been weak at guarding the perimeter have had a hard time with Cam Payne's uh, speed and first step and him getting to the cup with his one foot offhand layup. So his little leaning uh, left-handed layup and without DiVincenzo being out there, him being a really, really good perimeter defender with uh, above average speed and quickness and lateral movement, um, the Bucks are a little exposed, and I think Cameron Payne is actually going to be way more effective as a driver uh, in this series um, and a penetrator than he is a shooter. So really, really uh, looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds. And, um, yeah, it's uh, sports is in an interesting time right now. We, we're about to hit the dog days of summer in baseball, but we are very, very close to football, collegiate sports, professional NFL football and uh, all sorts of other stuff. And of course, with dog days of summer and baseball, we're going to have an abundance of your home run props. And that's always fun to look forward to. Yeah. The weather is getting better. Obviously the balls is flying out everywhere. Um, and they saw that I, sticky situation. Yes. Yes. And, and all these, all these pitchers who um, the numbers are down, especially with Garrett Cole. <laughs> Um, you know, the ball, the ball's going to be flying everywhere. So yeah, stay tuned to the home run props. You mentioned the other sports that are coming up soon. I look forward to, uh, potentially coming back on, uh, for college basketball season. Um, that, I was, I was not with the company at that point, but, uh, was, was kind of giving out picks on, on different, um, on different apps and college basketball is probably one of my better, um, handicapping sports you would say. So yeah, I look forward to all these, all these sports starting up and getting into the dog days of summer, like you mentioned with baseball and getting some, some more wins out there and, and working more with you guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure so far and look forward to what else do we have in store, you know, for hoopball. So 
Oh yeah. And it's uh, infinitely uh, abundant uh, with what we're capable of over here, you know? So college basketball is always a party time. Uh, Jeez, man. I I love college basketball. Uh, Might be honestly my favorite sport. Um, College football though. You're going to, y'all are going to see a different side of me here in about two months. That's for damn sure. And uh, yeah, just collegiate sports, man. That's where it's at. So, well, Jonathan, I was delighted to get you on here, bud. Um, we're getting some, you know, like I said, new slash old friends and people back on the show and getting some people introduced. So, um, yeah, man, abundance of content to be had in a collaborative effort between you and I. Um, this show is uh, just as much as yours. You know, you're part of this team full on now. So, uh Looking forward to continued work with you, bud. And uh, I know the listeners are looking forward to these abstract home run props. Yeah, we could uh, definitely chop it back up on here and go into the numbers again um, and and also with other sports. But like I said before, thanks for having me on the show. Um, Look forward to putting more content out there with you guys. And uh, let's, you know, keep, keep the ball rolling here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, but I'm going to bid you a safe rest of the day. We're going to wrap the rest of this show up. Uh, big mega show today. A couple different collaborative efforts. Uh, just a big, big bunch of hodgepodge efforts here. And uh, once again, that was Jonathan Martinez, one of our own over here at Hootball Gaming. Uh, uh, and again, his Twitter handle is at M42TI. N-E-Z. Kind of like Martinez, but substitute 4-2 in there. So check him out. Check the team out. Go to hoop-ball.com. We're going to have a lot more for the rest of the week. And uh, we got Friday coming up. We got a weekend rolling out. All-star breaks coming up. We got home run markets to check out. We got home run derby markets to check out. And we got some fun stuff coming up. We got some college football previews. Don't forget the promo codes. Let's get your aunts, uncles, grandmas, and stepmothers all signed up for my bookie. If you know someone that has an email address that's never been used for mybookie.ag, send them our way. We'll give them some free money and they can maybe play some like slot machines with it and eat their old Werther's while they do it. And, uh, you know, you get to help us grow if you do that using those promo codes, hoopball, specifically over at mybookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. With that being said, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We had Ramblin' Russ on the day. We had Jonathan Martinez, and uh, the team just keeps growing. So if you think you want to write, talk about sports, you want to join up, hey, holler. You know where to find us, all the Twitter handles. Just reach out to us, DM us, add us, whatever all the kids are doing nowadays. Good vibes, good energies for me always, as you know. Be safe, be kind. Let's get out there. Let's win some money, and let's be profitable in bets and in life. Let's go ahead and enrich someone else's day. Do kind stuff. Be safe. Today in Sports Betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.